Hello all, welcome to Divine Intervention on Wolverine Sounds. Check out the podcast at wolverinesounds.com. Head over to Twitter, find us at Wolverine Sounds, and we're working on Facebook. Facebook's being dumb and doesn't want to let us change the Facebook name from the Big House Report, which is the former, to Wolverine Sounds, which is the latter. But Craig, we're going to figure it out. Craig is with me, as always. Follow him at Craig Compton underscore. Follow me, Derek Divine, at Divine Identity. We're here to give a hot take about our biggest concern this fall, specifically as the season approaches very quickly, and it is the secondary, uh, maybe more specifically, the cornerback position group. Obviously, you lose some studs, uh, Channing Stribling, Jordan Lewis, uh, Jabril Peppers back there as well, although he played a lot of hybrid last year, obviously a big piece in the secondary for most of his Michigan career. So, Craig, just first thoughts, how concerned are you this season with a bunch of new and unproven guys uh, in the secondary? I think you look at the Michigan secondary, or the Michigan defense as a whole, really, and the secondary is probably the biggest question mark of all the groups, uh, just because there was so much talent that left last year. Even a guy like Jeremy Clark, who was not granted a sixth year after uh, being injured in the Penn State game last year, being out for the rest of the year, he would have been great to have back just for some leadership, um, but also his talent. But overall, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not super worried about it. And the biggest reason, um, I think that they've brought in a lot of just athletes, guys that can play. They may not play together great right now. Um, but I think overall they're great athletes and really just looking at the Michigan football schedule this year with the exception of maybe a game here or there, there's not really many quarterbacks until the end of October that, that really scare me too much. Um, maybe some, some talent there, but maybe not all the experience. And so I think, I don't know, I'm just not that worried. I think you look at the Florida game, obviously first it's a big one on the schedule, but not entirely sure who the starting quarterback is at this point. A lot of people will speculate that it's Nordain transfer Malik Zaire. He seems to be uh, the, the lead guy. Uh, Felipe Franks, another guy who's on the rise, and Luke Del Rio, other options. Now, it's not set in stone, but say it's a guy like Malik Zaire who had a big game against uh, Texas, and LSU obviously filled a couple of roles. What do you think about maybe a Malik who can throw the deep ball? Are you worried that a young secondary, unproven, without experience, uh, is susceptible to getting torched uh, in week one? I don't know about necessarily getting torched, but like I said, if they're not playing together as a team, as a unit, there can be some communicational breakdown there that could lead to some big plays for Florida. Um I mean, I don't see guys just running past the Michigan secondary for easy scores on a deep ball or, or a slant across the middle or something. I Like I said, I think that they have enough athletes out there that they're going to make plays. Um, it's just a matter of the coaching staff putting the right guys out there, putting them in the right situation, um, and then at the end of the day playing together as a team. Now, again, this is all speculation that Malik Zaire is the starter for Florida come September, but... Another thing that worries me about him is his ability to create plays with his feet. And I think of uh, you're running a specific route, maybe a short route to the outside or a slant, and, and a young defensive back 
uh, worries about stopping the run, stopping someone who has the ability to scramble, uh, maybe leaves an assignment and a cover, or in a man-to-man um, isn't able to hold his ground. That's where I start to worry about breaking down. I mean, the deep ball seems to be kind of the the sore history of Michigan football. I can picture, I, mean, I can't even think of names. They were such unnotable guys uh, back in the the Brady Hoke early years, and then obviously the I can't even think of the guy's name. So Rich Rodriguez, there we go. That's how little <laughs> wow. of of you a memory I have. Out of your memory, I, I really huh? do. I'm good at blocking things out, but wow. I remember so many times you would see Mich- the Michigan secondary getting torched. I think of the night game, the first one, Michigan Notre Dame, uh, where Michigan goes up, and the next thing you know, it takes like what four seconds for Notre Dame to score a guy wide open streaking to the end zone, and yeah. that's just kind of that uh, kind of the sour history there, and so. I do kind of worry about that, and and Don Brown's defense, the reason he can use his defensive line and linebackers in the way he has uh, last season is because those guys at corner and those safeties know their spots on the field, and they're almost left out there on islands on purpose just to assure that people can fill the box and get to the quarterback. So I do have a little bit of a worry. Uh, Michael Zordich, the the cornerbacks coach, uh, it was visibly frustrated in the video saying that He's just waiting on some guys to come around. He he does mention that sophomore Lavert Hill, who many uh, uh, have assumed to be a starter at that role, uh, even after some injuries uh, in the spring game, uh, would be would be there for sure. He says that that is the team's top cornerback, and he mentions other names, other young guys that are almost there. But he says that they're definitely battling for that spot, and he's not sure what's not clicking, but there's something that is holding these guys back. So, I mean, Craig, do you think someone will emerge uh, before the season starts, even though we might not see a death chart, or do you think it's just going to be throw whoever in there and let's just see who has the best game uh, come against Florida? I don't think there's any doubt that somebody's going to emerge. Somebody has to emerge. Uh, Jim Harbaugh is not going to put a team out there that he's not sure about. Don Brown's not going to put a defense out there that he's not sure about. Uh, and I think, I don't know. I don't know how much to believe about that interview. Um, you know, if I'm coaching a group of young guys, unproven guys, the last thing I'm going to do is go out there and talk them up and tell everybody how great they are and tell the world the, the depth chart that we have. Um, that's the last thing I'm going to do. I'm going to make them work for everything that – that they get I'm going to make them push through every summer practice uh, leading up to the season and so I I think somebody has to emerge I think uh, you know he talks about it being a close race after Levert Hill Um, Jim Harbaugh said a few weeks back um, some things about Ambry Thomas that he really liked I think a lot of people think he'll be in there um I don't know. A lot of people thought David Long would be the opposite corner of Levert Hill, but apparently things aren't going as well as the Michigan coaching staff hoped. But I don't know. I don't know how much to believe in that, I guess. My only concern, and, and Zordich even says that it's not a cause for concern necessarily. It's just he wants guys to, to be there now instead of maybe. I think it's just more of you want two solid starters and then you want everybody else to contribute. Right. And so I think that there's obviously someone who's going to fill that role as the starter. I mean, there has to be. And I think someone's going to elevate to to that level the rest of the year. And I think that guys are so hungry and, and consistently working 
on competing for spots that it'll probably end up being fine. But you did mention that you're not too worried about uh, someone coming out and saying this because you don't want them to come out and say, oh, we have so much depth and we've got so many options. But you do kind of see that on the opposite end. It's interesting because you can find articles about how the receiving core is so deep. And at the same time, they're just as unproven, if not even more unproven, uh, than some of these guys. Now, you've got you've got a sophomore in David Long, and again, obviously, LeVert Hill has some experience. You've got a veteran in Brandon Watson, even though he hasn't had a ton of playing time. And then converted receiver Drake Harris, who's not seen time on the defense side of the ball, but has at least seen the field. So, I mean, there's even there might be even more question marks in terms of uh, what talent uh, is actually going to produce on the wide receiver side because there's so much more you haven't seen. But they seem to be very confident, even though many of those players mentioned have only seen time in the spring game. But you'll see a guy like uh, Nico Collins or Oliver Martin, guys who came in the summer enrollees, have not seen playing time in the, in the spring game. They're mentioned up there with the receivers as well. So I do kind of wonder when you compare the two, just in reading articles, or listening to interviews, uh, there is obviously a little bit more concern with the defensive side of the ball in the secondary, but I'm right with you. There's so much talent. We've talked so much this summer about how these guys are just athletes. Uh, they, they have speed, and even if they're not getting up to speed as fast as, as some of the coaches want them to on the defense side of the ball, I don't expect them to lay an egg on, on the game against Florida. I don't think it'll be so horrible that uh, Florida throws for 450 yards and five touchdowns, but I do think there'll be some um, some assignments missed, and I do think that uh, it'll be an area that will, will serve as the most uh, to improve on as the season goes on. Yeah, I agree with, uh, you know, hyping up the, the receivers, and that's a true point. Um, I guess why I'm not worried is I think that a guy like Josh Metellus a guy like Tyree Cannell, uh, they're going to be in there. They're going to be starters. And in their limited action last year, I liked what I saw out of both of those guys. I think that they can be real playmakers. I think a guy like Kalik Hudson um, kind of playing that Jabril Peppers role a little bit, um, I think he could be real good. So, you know, if, if one corner is all I have to worry about and – like I said, I don't know how much of that I'm buying into that David Long isn't coming along like they hoped um, because I've heard things all along saying that he was great and that he was you know, he was going to be the next thing. Um, if all I have to worry about is one opposite corner, I'm not too concerned because even if you look back to last year, you had guys like Channing Stribling and Jeremy Clark kind of rotating in and out um, on certain guys opposite of Jordan Lewis. So if that's all we have to worry about, I'm, I'm not too concerned. So if you think to the Florida game, we'll, we'll just start there just because that's the first on the schedule. Obviously, that's the biggest area of concern if you had to pick one. Who do you think fills that, that next spot, assuming that LaVert Hill is, is the starter? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's going to be David Long. Um, but I also, I don't know. I think it's just going to be David Long, I guess. I'd agree with you. I, I like David Long. I know Ambry Thomas. I would love to see Drake Harris. I mean, how cool of a story would it be as someone who, who didn't get the action he wanted at the receiver spot but kind of yep. coming through for a new position. And so what I do think for sure is we will see all of those guys out there at some point, uh, if not the Florida game, uh, definitely as 
uh, games like Cincinnati and Air Force, and then I think the first game against Purdue is the first conference game. So you do have some wiggle room in there. Now, obviously, you don't want to sleep on any team, but uh, this first game is obviously the toughest, and the next three seem to be uh, a little bit of a, of a coast uh, if, if the team is as good as advertised. Now, the whole team could come out and lay an egg. We won't, we won't go there because I know neither of us think that. But. Yeah. Any other thoughts on, on the secondary in general or just the, the defense in general? Obviously, Don Brown's not making any excuses no matter how young these guys are. Uh, I, I don't, it doesn't sound like you are either. No, I, just going off that last point, I think it'll be David Long. I think he'll be the actual starter um, by the end of the year. But I wouldn't be surprised at all that first game, like you said, Ambry Thomas, to get in there and rotate around a little bit. Um, I think they're going to try a few different combinations and see – what works, and like I said, who plays best together um, because I think that's the most important thing. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Divine Intervention. Once again, check us out, wolverinesounds.com. Follow us on Twitter at wolverinesounds. Uh, that's what we have for this week. Next week we'll bring you some more game content as we prepare to talk about the Florida game. Obviously, we're all hyped about watching that. I can't believe college football is, is right around the corner. Some games this weekend and then obviously – the game we all care about the weekend following. So we'll catch you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Go Blue.